welcome to the Ballads of the Ballads of the Blue. It's the Mackey Boys and we're here for you. Oh, welcome to the Ballads of the Ballads of the Blue. It's the Mackey Boys and we're here for you. Oh, my balls might be blue, but I am well read. I'll sing the song till we're all halfway dead. Hey guys, new hip hop song I've been working on. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, give it a thumb up. Right in the podcast. Don't know what that intro was. I was waiting for my AC to turn off so it wouldn't be so loud. And I just started singing. Welcome to the ballad of the ballad of the blue. It's the Mikey boys and we're here for you. No clue what it means, but it was coming out of my mouth. <coughs> So I said I'd let the air out of my mouth. I've had a rough morning filled with indigestion. That's a good way to start the podcast, isn't it? Number 85. Talk of indigestion. Trapped wind. Something I ate. I couldn't sleep two nights in a row. Jesus, I thought I was dying. Jesus, my insides were like a bloated balloon. Jesus, I was worried, is my 8-pack too strong and it's restricting my insides? Are my insides revolting? Because my outsides are becoming very chiseled. A chiseled 8-pack, my insides were like, hey man, you're making this apartment smaller from us. The walls are coming in. They're mighty fine looking walls, fair play for the 8-pack. But uh, we need some space, we need some time. Myself and my stomach, we had a chat. My stomach hit me up one day and said, uh, we need we need to talk. I need some space and you're, you're fucking me over here. You're putting on layers of muscle and it's making my living quarters too tight, too small. And every weekend you pour vodka into me. And some whiskey and tequila and some red wine. Because if you're drinking red wine, you can tell people, oh, it's good for the heart. It's good for the heart, people. It's good for the heart. That's why I'm chugging back these five bottles of red wine. Because it's good for the heart. But I've had enough, my stomach says to me. I've had enough. You've gone too far. You've gone too deep with this. I need room to breathe in my one-man studio, also known as your stomach. And they're revolting. And my stomach's in bits. So much so I could barely speak all morning. Tried to do the podcast earlier. And I was just like. Whoop. But it's most annoying too. Is that I don't know how to burp. I never learned how to burp when I was a young wee lad. A wee boy. Who was out there burping. I was too busy making love to my bed. Too busy having sex with my bed. Too busy pumping my bed. Too busy having my face in the pillow in my bed. Reliving, or not reliving, but living out so, so bad. Daydream fantasies with women and on stage and dominating the world. And now look at me, not on stage, single, with indigestion. Life comes full circle, huh, people? Who would have thought it? Living the dream. Who would have thought it? Lost my train of thought already. And we're barely, we're not even four minutes in. Oh, this is going to be a good podcast. Let me chug some coffee and we'll get, we'll get them all going. I thought I was going to have more to talk about than indigestion, but I don't. 
I was trying to talk to my buddy earlier. And every time I said, oh, I've got bad indigestion, he'd say, oh, that's enough. And I'd say, you don't like this, the way the conversation's going? And he'd say, no. And also stop breathing near my coffee. Lovely man, lovely, lovely friend, lovely person. Chris, he was listening. He was asking about the podcast. Lovely, very, very, very polite man. Very accommodating. He very, he'll say, this is my half of the table at a coffee place. You shoo. He'd shoo you to the other half of the table. Oh, Jesus, these burps. Phantom burps. Feels like they're coming. And then nothing appears. Like a like a lady's orgasm. Like a female orgasm. It's a lot like God. You just have to have faith and believe it all happened. Isn't that what we say when you can't make a woman orgasm? Ah, sure. Sure, what is an orgasm, huh? And then you roll over and you fall asleep in the side of a ditch. Because you're making love in a ditch. Because that's what you'll do when you're horny at five in the morning. You'll make love anywhere. Imagine trying to make love in a ditch at five in the morning. Not just like, ah, oh, let's have a quick pump, but like, ah, oh, I'm going to make love to you in this ditch. Don't mind the leaves and the water and the mud. Let's make love, woman. Let's make love. A lot of love talk for no apparent reason. <coughs> Killing my stomach. Filling, maybe that's why, maybe I was feeling, uh, filling the void. I was talking to my buddy the other day as well about filling the void. And he was like, what's that all about? And I said, I don't know, man, but you know, you write a book and you finish the book and then it's done. You're like, oh, do I feel happy? And it's no, the void is still there. I can finish a podcast. The only time I don't feel a void on stage or when I was recording those uh, doing a web series before. No void. They made me feel. That's when I feel fulfilled. Fulfillment. Doing the podcast. Oh, there's a void. Oh, there's a void. There's a void to be true. But I'm trying to fill the void a little bit more by doing a podcast. It's like when I'm writing. Writing's brutal. But then when you finish, you're like, ah, yeah, that's that's better. That's better. Not wasting my entire life. I've written something. Uh, but then we, but it was like, I don't have that void. I was like, is it because you're psychotic or because you're successful? Which one of the two? I'd lean towards a combination of both. Because I have other fa- uh, successful buddies who definitely have that void still. Definitely. Definitely the void is deep in them. But with this aforementioned, let's, let's give him an alias, Christopher. He had no void. No void to be filled, whereas my void has constantly been filled and refilled. And there's a hole in my bucket. So whatever I put in, it seeps through, pisses out, explodes away. And then it, um, the void remains. The remains of the day and the remains of the void. I was trying to... Oh, imagine I was saying to it. I like to imagine I was pretending about my buddies. I was saying to my other buddies. The worst would be if you had indigestion. Imagine you do indigestion during sex. 
You went for a nice meal. You went on a first date with this beautiful woman. Let's call her. Um, let's call her Geraldine. You went on a date with a beautiful woman named Geraldine. I wonder if you named your daughter Geraldine. If she's like going to be cursed not to be pretty. <laughs> Bernadette. Bernice. Gertrude. Um, Daphne. No, there's hope for Daphne maybe. But a lot of those names are kind of... <laughs> I wonder if there's any good looking men named Pat. Or Terry. <laughs> Imagine being named Terry and you're the dude. Terry. Billy. Billy's pretty funny, but now I have a buddy named Billy, so it's not as funny. It's still funny to me, though. But I like Billy Billy Bob, Billy John. Terry, though. Terry's a funny name. I used Terry before for a alias of a buddy. The Tale of Terry, I called it. I don't know if I ever did it. Jesus, the burps. Sorry in advance, people. You're probably listening and going, oh, that's, that's sexual. I wish your name was Terry so I could laugh at you more. You're on a date. I remember I had a buddy, Terry. Let's call him Terry. Irish buddy, Terry. Maybe he was, she shocked me. Actually, I, was, I saw something there. I was like, oh, I really, the, the only thing that shocks me anymore is people getting shocked. Or that time I clicked on a link of a horse fucking a dude. Oh, I'll never forget that. It was like Christmas Day. We were at our buddy's house just a few years ago. I no longer speak to any of those people, but that's a different story. And we were all sitting down to dinner, and this one buddy was like, want to see something funny? And I said, what is it? And he said, watch this. And he started playing a video. And um, it was a video of a guy outside, sunny climate, and he sat and he lay on the table. And a horse appeared, and the horse came up, and the horse fucked the dude. And I was like, what? What are you doing? Why are you showing me this at Christmas dinner? Ruined my appetite. Needless to say, I stuck to the potatoes and the cabbage, some carrots. Steered clear of any turkey legs or turkey meat. And I was shocked. I was like, why would you do it? I don't want to talk to you anymore now. I can't. I unfortunately can't get that image out of my head. The horse pumping image. That shocked me. But I remember telling another buddy. By the time I was at this weird after party. And a girl was like, you like crack? And I was like, ah, oh, I love crack. Crack is a laugh. Because crack in Ireland means fun. Fun times, people. You like fun? You, where's the, what's the crack? Where's the fun? What's going on? The crack is mighty. Mighty crack. Crack on for the lads. And then... And then... Oh, I was at this party, and then this dude came, and he was a weird-looking dude. He kind of looked like Santa. And then he kept trying to offer me to give me, um, how do I say this in fan- family-friendly terminology? He offered to um, play me tin whistle, to put his lips in me tin whistle, to, to toot me ponder pipe. 
He offered to um, um, blow me job. He offered to job me blow. He offered to uh, to lick me lollipop. He offered um, to sail me boat with his lips. I don't know. And I was like, nah, you're a good man. Thank you, law. This is not crack because I realized they were smoking crack at this party. That's why it was a crack party and not the kind of party I thought it was going to be. Just a, a little old fun party. Fun times for the lads. Fun, fun. And... Uh, I was like, no, and he said something that was very, very interesting. It stuck with me. He said, well, first of all, he's like, come on. Then he started calling me homophobic slurs. And I was like, well, that's weird that you'd say that, especially because I'm saying no to your offer. And then he said, who's going to find out? And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. That's just a test, I think. Who's going to find out? Would you do something? Would you kill someone if, if no one ever found out? And I was like, if he offered that I could choke him so much that he passes out and I would walk away and I don't know if he's dead, I'd I'd consider that. Just to see the life fade from his eyes. And um, I'll live with the knowledge and never know him. Did I kill a man? How did it feel to kill a man? Am I When it gets quiet and I'm all alone, are my thoughts always going to be... I wonder if if I'll ever get caught for killing that man. Am I joking? Of course. Am I definitely? Who knows? But if he offered man, I, if he offered me that, I might have went. All right, maybe, maybe I'll choke it to death. Just to see what it feels like to live the full range of human emotions. But I said, Nah, I'm cool, man. Thanks for offering to uh, to slice me carrot. But I'm okay. No need to uh, to squeeze me plums with your lips. I'll take a pass. And I had to do some sweet talking to get out of that crack party at the hotel. I got away and I was telling a buddy. I already told him a few times. Different times I got offered such such kind offers from men. And my buddy, let's call him Terry. Terry Thomas. That's his alias. Terry Thomas. Terry Thomas. The tale of Terry Thomas. That's what we'll call this. The tale of Terry Thomas. Oh, she was a young morn. When the tale of Terry Thomas became a full-blown scandal. Um, so the tale of Terry Thomas, Thomas was like, so why didn't you just let him suck it? And I said, Cause I didn't want him to. He's like, why not? And Terry Thomas has a girlfriend, long-term girlfriend. And I said, because Terry Thomas, I'm not into dudes um, fiddling me fiddle. I'm not into dudes um, hammering me nail and tong, if you know what I mean. And he said, why? Why wouldn't you? And I said, I just know I'm not. And he's like, how would you know if you've never tried? And I said, why? Have you tried? And he's like, yeah, I've sucked a dick before. And I said, what? He said, yeah, I've sucked a dick before. And I said, what? He said, yeah, I've sucked a dick before. And I said, really? Which shocked me. I don't know why it shocked me. Maybe because I was like, straight men don't suck dicks. And then 
he wasn't he was like yeah but I didn't like it so I didn't do it again excuse me indigestion and I was like okay but I remember being like ah you can do that you can you can do you can do that and not be gay still no inclination to ever do it but that shocked me that and uh, at the time at Christmas dinner where uh my buddy showed me a horse making love to a man on a table outside in a dusty environment. I wonder if that man's still alive. I wonder if all those men in the story are still alive. I wonder what kind of weird uh, little burrow we've gone down here. Didn't know where it's going, but this is the, I've been chugging Pepto-Bismol all day long. Chugging it like a whore. And this is where we were. We're talking about burping and pumping. Imagine you were indigestion, you were trying to burp. Or you were trying to pump. And you're like... And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like... Making love. Sorry about the burping. Oh, God, that wind. Oh, God, I'm bloated. But you like my pack. She's like, get off me. Like... Are you? Did you come? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I believe you. I believe in God. Well, oh, that makes me sound out to be a real creep. So uh, let's take an old detour away from the burping, the pumping, the void. Not filling the void. The tale of Terry Tarrant, 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 or Thomas. I don't know where we went, but you know we went away. I thought he just texted me saying he ran. 55 minutes. He almost shed a thousand calories. He's filling the void. He's going to start doing marathons soon. And that's definitely him filling the void, realizing that his career isn't going as planned. Mid-30s, and he's not as successful. So, you know, you need something else going on in your life. And he's decided to go for marathon running. That'll make him feel fulfilled until he crosses that finish line. Sweating, exhausted, legs about to give out, moments from diarrhea exploding out of his anus. And then he'll realize, no, the voice is still there. That didn't fill it. And then another voice in his head will be like, because you need to run more. You can't just fill it with one marathon. You need to run more. And then he'll say immediately, before the diarrhea kicks in and comes out, he'll say, I want to do a better time next one. The next time I'll be better, I'll beat the three hours or two hours. How long is a marathon? Who knows? I, wanna, I read one good book about marathon running, what I talk about when I talk about running by Haruyuki Murakami. I never know how to pronounce his name, but that was a good book. But that was more about how he does it for himself. He doesn't seem like he has a void. He's just at peace. But he likes the running, the steady flow of running. Keeps him balanced. Or as I think a lot of marathon runners are like, ah, fill a void. And he, if he keeps, my buddy, if he keeps running like this too, he's definitely going to lose weight. And then he's definitely, but not, I think some people when they lose weight, they look like they're going to be sick. I had a buddy in college. And uh, he used to be fat. And then he went on some extreme diet. Like, what a ridiculous diet. He could have, like, 
four glasses of water and two protein bars a day. Something ridiculous. And they they were like, yeah, you'll lose a load of weight. Oh, his treat was that he could have an apple. I remember there was like a dude in LA telling me that too. He was on the apple diet. This guy was like, he used to be a pro soccer player, football player in England. But he was so extreme. He was like, I'm on the apple diet. Like, what's that? He's like, I can have two apples a day and all the apple cider that I like. And you're like, wow, that sounds lovely. And he was like, yeah, and I got to take other those things you, uh, you stick in your ass to make your, your ass flow out like a waterfall. I don't know, I had to do a couple of them a day while he was on the apple diet. And you're like, all right, you're you're trying to kill yourself in this fad way. That's nice. But my buddy, when he did it, the Irish guy, he lost so much weight so quickly. It, like, shed off him. It was like he was peeling back the layers. It was like he was once a juicy apple, and now he was a mere core. But he also had the juicy apple skin left over. And it kind of looked like he had AIDS or cancer or leukemia. It looked like he was so sick. But he was like, I look amazing. And we started calling him Chemo chemo Jimmy. Because he looked like he was in chemo. Probably very uh, insensitive. But, you know, at the time it was very funny. Very funny. And it still makes me laugh. And now I wonder if that's going to happen to my buddy here. Who's running like a whore. Running like a whore. And he's doing with. I see he lost almost a thousand calories in 50 minutes. It's pretty good. 55 minutes. That's a bucket load. Oh, if, you, if I did that. <whistles> oh, you'd never hear the end of it. Maybe I'll do it just to keep up. Keep up with him. And then he'll be annoyed and he'll go further. And then one of us will get a heart attack. We'll be like, we can still do this. And then we'll croak. And they'll be like, I'll be on the floor having a heart attack. And they'll be like, what's wrong with Mark? And then people will be saying, oh, don't worry. We listen to his podcast. He probably just has bad indigestion. He's bloated. He's a bloated fool. And I'll be like, I am a fool. I wonder if I if I was to die right now. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about two, two, two things. Jesus, after athlete last week, I still can't. I'm getting, I was like, two things. I can't pronounce T's anymore. It's gone. T's are over for me, people. Farewell. Farewell, cup of tea. Farewell, Mr. T. Farewell, T-Pain. I won't be saying your names ever again. But what was I thinking? Oh, dating a, a bisexual girl would still be as exhausting as ever. I forgot about that. People are like, oh, she's going out with her friends dudes or girls and you're like oh she's gone out with a hot girl hmm hmm I wonder if she's gonna cheese on me with that hot girl at the start it was all fun and games cause you'd be thinking oh she's into hot women too oh we're gonna be having threesomes all over the gaff but then you're like oh all of her friends are potential women to cheat on me with what would you do if your woman left you for another woman oh it'd be weird Especially if the other one was beautiful, you're like, all right, I can understand this. I can understand the heartbreak, but come on, what can she? Oh, she can, she can pleasure, she can please you in ways I could never. That's fair. That's fair. That's true. She's richer than me. That's nice. She's better looking. That's cool. She, she, she listens. Pardon, she listens. Cool. All right. 
Off you go. You made the wise choice. See you later. Um, but then I was thinking, if I died, if I died right now, people would be like, "Am I still? Am I still young enough for people to be like?" Ah, he had so much potential. Ah, oh, that's so sad. So sad. Ah, oh, that's so sad. Ah, oh, so sad. He had so much potential. Ah, oh, that's so sad. Ah, he had the whole... Ah, oh, the world was at his fingertips. Ah, Jesus, that's awful. Sure. He was just getting started. Ah, oh, he had so much... Ah, oh, he was going to be... Ah, oh, sure, he was going to be... He was the next big thing. Or would they say, Ah, sure, we saw that coming a mile off. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. He he had a he had a few he, he, a few uh, things almost came off for him, but they didn't quite work, and it has been a steady spiral ever since. Ah, uh, sure. He he was hitting the bottle hard. Sure, he was talking about wine a lot and how wine was healthy for you. And sure, he was he was on a slippery slope. And sure, yeah, that's to be expected. Sure. Uh, anyway, I suppose I'll just delete his number out of my phone. <laughs> There's no need to have him. He's got a generic name, Mark. I can make room for other Marks. Ah, uh, sure, sure, sure. I don't even know his surname, his last name. What is it? Ah, uh, sure, that's kind of sad, I suppose. But what should we eat? I'm kind of hungry. So we got some sushi. I heard he he had bad sushi one time. Give him awful indigestions. Sure, he was fucking himself up with the sushi and. Uh, the raw fish. Didn't he love tuna? And sure, the, the mer- his mercury levels must be sky high. Maybe that's why he died. He had a heart attack. He had a heart attack while choking some old, old fat man who looked like Santa. Sure, he was off having parties and cracked ends. Sure, what was he doing with his life? He had so much potential, but then it was gone. It was, he spent it all. He spent every penny he had. Sure, man's potential is like a is like a woman's good looks. They fade, they fade, they fade quickly as they get older. And you know, you need something to fall back on. And sure, he didn't have money, and he had a good ed- education, but he wasted it all. And uh, sure, he, sure, this is his natural. This is how his life was going. Really, the the warning signs were there, but you know, we never looked at them now at all. We never really, we never. Sure, he wasn't worth paying attention to. Sure, he was off in L.A. doing his own thing, and. You know, sure, he never really, he he never really, he never really did made the effort to make, to keep in touch with me. So I, I stopped replying to him. He just, he was awful bad for just he just be doing self promotion all the time. And ah, uh, sure, he never sent me a text. There was always a, a second meaning. There was always a hidden meaning with him. Sure, you couldn't trust him. Sure, he was an awful prick. Now that I think about it, he was an awful prick. Sure, there was a part of me, didn't he? Sure, he, he messaged my girlfriend one day in, in college. And ah, sure, I never really liked the fuck. You know what? I, I thought I liked him, but now that I've gone through everything, I never really was a fan of him. I didn't hear it. Well, I kind of hated him at times, all right. He kind of got on my nerves a lot, you know. He was an awful. It was all me, me, me. You know, I've got so I gotta go to LA. And oh, sure, he thought he was too good for us. Sure, he thought he was. He thought he was cool because he he wrote books. But you know, sure, we can all write books, huh? Anyone could write a book, you know. Sure, he thought he was cool, but sure, every, sure, how many books are out there? And you know, and there's, there's at least at least a hundred thousand, a couple of couple of hundred thousand. It's probably a quarter of a million books out there in the world, you know. Sure, he's no more special than you or I, you know. Sure, he was like, what? A, sure, who even reads books these days, you know? Sure, he never even made it onto TV. Sure, sure, what was he even doing? Huh? He's probably out there in LA sucking dick. I'd say, was he? 
Sure, Jesus, he was awful. He was a wee, he was a queer, he was an awful queer, a queer young fellow growing up. You never knew what he was on about, sure. He used to be always talking to himself, and as he kept talking to himself, his, his voice would go up higher, you know. Ah, sure. He's poor parents, sure. He had him, he had him worried sick. Ah, sure, Jesus. Jesus, he was a, he was a real disappointment. Now his brother and his sister, they're 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 much nicer than him, but you know. He was real now, sure, didn't he, didn't he, sure, he was love, he was, sure, he was just, he, yeah, he was a bit of a cunt, wasn't he, <laughs> he was a bit of a fucking cunt now, if I think about it, he was a real, sure, sure, Jesus, sure, I'm gonna, I'm gonna block him on Facebook, I don't wanna be seeing anything coming up on my feed about that prick, he was some langer, sure, sure, we should get some sushi, shall we, maybe that about sushi, Sure, Jesus, I, I, I had some bad sushi there one time. It gave me awful indigestion, sure. Sure, you should never eat sushi from the airport, really. That's what they said. That's what he said to me one time. That sure, that isn't that what he said to me when he was alive. He said, never eat. Sure, that was the only good thing he ever told me. He's like, never eat sushi from the airport. And sure, didn't I do it anyway? And didn't I get awful diarrhea? Ah, sure, I should have listened to him. Maybe he wasn't too bad, sure. Maybe he was, ah, uh, sure, he was, uh, he was a fine boy, no. He was a good laugh altogether, wasn't he? He wasn't too bad, no. Sure, he wasn't. Oh, sure, Jesus. Ah, sure, we'll miss him. We'll have a pint for him, will we? We'll have an old shot, too. Sure, he loved an old shot. Sure, he was an old, he was a, sure, he was a, 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 a demon for the shots, wasn't he? Sure, he was a great fun, wasn't he? Jesus, God only knows what he's doing in L.A., huh, boy? Sure, Jesus, we should go to L.A. Sure, I would have made it as a movie star if I'd went when he went. Sure, Jesus, he must have been doing awful drugs over there, sure. The crack and the cocaine and the heroin and God knows. He's probably got gonorrhea, does he? Ah, sure, Jesus, he's awful. Awful. Sure, he had a lot of potential now, but sure didn't we all and he wasted it and... He tried and he failed. He failed. They should put that in his, on his, uh, on his tombstone. He tried, but he failed. Boy, did he fail! So I wonder what they'd say if, <laughs> if I was to die now. Would they say all oh, that, or would they just say Ash? Or he, he had potential, but sure, that was a that's a sad time. I think I'm still recovering from last weekend, long weekend here in the L of the A. I actually la- long weekends are awful. Because I don't like Sunday boozing, but if you're not boozing on a Sunday and a long weekend and you don't have a girlfriend, what are you meant to do? And I was working and I was hungover. Do you ever have a hangover so bad you're like, all right, looks like my eyesight isn't working out at the moment. Looks like we're going to have to wait for a while, boys, before we can leave the house. And then you realize, oh, no, it's my sleeping mask. I've just had my sleeping mask on all this time. I woke up on Monday, I think, after Sunday, because I was working. I had gigs Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, some long nights. Also, I'm never going to a straight after party again in my life. Straight after parties are horrendous. A lot of boring straight people. Too drunk. Bitter. No one's having sex. No one's having a laugh. The music, shit. I went to one on some night I can't remember but these people were like come on it's gonna be good 
And sometimes this guy brings me to gay after parties, which are way more fun. Good music, everyone's dancing, having a laugh. There's always a couple of hot women. It's the right blend for an after party. But we went to a straight one. A lot of people. There was a guy who I've known for probably five years. And every time I see him, I think I've mentioned this before, all he says is, Mark from Cork, Mark from Cork, Mark from Cork, i.e. it's Mark from Cork, he's American, and that's all he says. And I say, can you say anything else? And he'd say, ah, Mark from Cork, what else is there to say, Mark from Cork? And I'm like, all right, I can't talk to you anymore, can't talk to you. And then there's a guy, I like when you're at after parties. And you're like, oh, half the people here don't like me. That's definite. I've never met them before, but they don't like me. One guy didn't like me. He used to be better buddies with him. But one time he had sex with a girl. And the next day the girl flew to Europe. And I said, Jesus, I've never been so bad at sex. A girl's left the country the next day as a dumb joke. And everyone laughed and he didn't laugh and he got upset. He actually got upset. And I was like, oh, I can't be your friend anymore properly if that's if that's what makes you upset. If that's what makes you upset. We can't be friends if you get upset like that. Like that. Asher, he was an awful langer, so he was over there in LA just singing songs to himself in a room. Like that. Oh, do you know, on the downside, long weekends are bad because there's less of the week to recover. Because um, you're like Monday and then Tuesday feels like Monday and then you're by Wednesday, you're like, oh, I feel better. And then by Thursday, you're like, wow, the weekend's starting again so quick. But I just recovered. Um, But the one good thing is that long weekends are unreal for cancelling plans. Oh, that's my new kink. I'm gonna. If you ask me to do something, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, count me in, count me in," and then it's gonna get closer and closer and closer to the event. And I'm gonna be like, "How am I gonna do it? How am I gonna get over it? How am I gonna explode out of this?" And then I just text, "Oh, I got called into work. Oh, I got a surprise gig that came up. Oh, I gotta go somewhere else to do a show." Oh, and they're like, "Ah, oh, that's cool." Used to do before this is like ah oh, i can't come i gotta i gotta do i gotta write something they were like all right cool you gotta write something ah oh, fair enough but that's the only way i feel alive these people can these days people canceling plans and messing up sentences it's a great mix i highly recommend it i highly recommend it i wonder i think the sushi i ate when was uh, Monday, Tuesday? I ate some dodgy. I think it was Tuesday. I ate some dodgy sushi. But you ever have such a bad hangover? It kicked in while I was eating sushi. And at the first half, oh, I was like a wizard, like a swordsman with the sushi sticks, chopsticks, sushi sticks. That's cool that my words, my vocabulary is shrinking as we speak. And my hangover kicked in, and half are using the sushi sticks. I forgot how to use the sushi sticks. <laughs> it was just like, it was like I was trying to mash everything up. And my brain was like, how do I, how does this work? And my fans was like, I don't know, man. You, you're the one controlling the system. 
we're just we don't know what to do you gotta focus and i'm like i'm so focused but i didn't know how to do it didn't know how to do it. and that's my excuse too for bad sex sorry hangover's kicking in i forgot halfway how to do it and then it just ended up as me mashing you or if you ever go i i, I thought it i wonder going soft during sex if you ever go soft during sex I think a funny thing to say would be, ah, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Ah, sure, that's not my fault at all. Sure, it's not my fault. My body's immense, but you know, Mercury's in retrograde, and sure, you can't control these. You can't control the moon. You can't control the Mercury. Sure, I've been eating a lot of tuna recently, and sure, Mercury's in retrograde, and sure, retrograde, I meant retrograde. But sure, my body's full of Mercury, and the sun and the moon, and my water, there's water in my body, along with Mercury, because I eat tuna, too much tuna, and you know, the pull of the earth, and the push of the sun, and the wiggle of the moon, it's ruined me, and now I've got a soft penis, and it's, should I try and mash it into you? Just like how I mash sushi into my mouth with sushi sticks and the girl's like get away from me can you leave and we're like i can't and i will there's an uber pool waiting for me outside to go and oh boy am i off am i off off and running into the sunset i wonder if this talking's cured my indigestion and that's how that's that's my old wives tale how'd you get rid of indigestion you talk for 40 minutes or so non-stop about complete and upper, utter, upper gibberish. I prefer upper gibberish than lower gibberish. Lower gibberish, you know me, I'm a classy man, so I'll go for the upper gibberish. Always and forever. A real classy man. This probably been the least classiest podcast that we have done. And by me, we, I mean me and you, listener. It's a two-way system. Also, if you... Go on to iTunes, write a review for this podcast so we can get pushed up the charts. I think we're number 11. Let's try and make top 10 global. Push it up the charts, write a review, five stars. Hit that five-star button. Hit that, oh, what a laugh this podcast is button. Hit that, I wonder if I'm, I just thought it uh, People are real in LA, just ghosting. Like, the ghost. But I can't, I gotta figure it out. Is there a way of knowing if you if someone's blocked your number? Because a lot of people recently who be, did initiate texting me, and now I've texted them and I've noticed they've stopped replying fully. And I'm like, huh. and I didn't do anything to them. So unless it's a third party's reason, but I'm like, I wonder if they've blocked my number. And then I figured out a good way to know if someone's blocked your number is if the thought ever pops into your head. I wonder if they've blocked my number. Because <laughs> I think the answer is in the question. There we go. Blocked my number. Yes, they probably did. They definitely, definitely did. Can I blame them? No, because imagine texting me. It's like this in written format and they're meant to be like what the sweet jesus is this person saying to me but you know that's good too people because we like to whittle it out if you can't understand the gibber get off the tractor isn't that what we say if you can't understand the gibber get off the tractor we have rules 
I realized too, living in LA, that eventually you'll be like, follower system is becoming the new currency, and it's a load of horseshit. Like if if a girl hit me up and she was hot, and I was like, oh, what's going on with this girl? And then I saw on Instagram that she'd like even fewer followers than me. I'd be like, okay, something's wrong with this girl. Or you meet a girl who's not on Instagram or anything at all. You're like, all right, she's definitely hiding from someone. And then this girl the other day told me she was hiding from someone. Her ex-fiance. And you're like, okay, that's a good reason. There's a good reason not to be on anything. You're living the witness protection program. I wonder if he's going to try and kill me if he sees me in the shadows talking to you. Will he try and murder us both? Or even worse, he'll try and suck my penis. All right, people, there we go. What a great podcast. Really hitting the high life. Really hitting the high notes. Um, all right, leave those reviews. Hit me up on anything. Show tomorrow if you're listening today. 31st of May, 2018. Come to the Laugh Factory tomorrow night. 1st of June, 7.45. The, I, the Lock of the Irish Show. Got Chris D'Elia, Michael Lenoche, uh, Zaneeb Johnson, Tom Dresden, and a special guest, a real true Irish legend. I'll tell you who that guest is, because I doubt he'll listen to this, Arsenio Hall. So come along. Until then, go read me books. My book's got some lovely reviews in an Australian newspaper. Four thumbs up. It's a lot of thumbs up, people. So go on, do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. And fuck off and read my books. All right, goodbye. Good luck. Sure, go on. Sure, get out of here. Sure, ah, sure, you're an awful scamp, aren't you? Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck.